For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not there is evidence for ghosts and we're starting right now. With Dominic's opening statement, thanks so much for being with us, Dominic. Paranormal investigator, we're glad to have you in the floor. It's all yours. Yeah, um, you know, I'm found, uh, thank you for having me, uh, James. Um, and uh, nice to be here with uh, Amy as well. Um, I'm the founder of Universal Paranormal, one of the largest paranormal organizations in the world. We've traveled the world in search of, uh, we, we travel all over the world in search of those things that we try to find shining in the darkness. So, you know, being in, in certain locations and, and having real evidence, which we'll be sharing tonight, um, we hope that your listeners can come to their own conclusion of whether or not people believe in such things. Um, you know, there are two types of spirits. There's residual um, that really, you know, that, that basically are, are created when, when certain emotional things happen in a certain environment and that energy gets transferred over to that environment. And there's intelligent spirits where, you know, they, they find themselves attached to the surroundings or they attached to uh, emotionally attached to an event or, or, or some items in which they find it really hard to, to, to move on. So uh, hopefully tonight we could get down to, um, to, you know, educate the audience a little bit about what those spirits are, educate the audience about what we do. And then um, hopefully with the uh, evidence that we'll be presenting, we, they can make their own opinions on, you know, uh, I, I don't like to use the word paranormal. Uh, they can, they can make their own educated decision on whether or not they, they truly wish to believe based upon our evidence. So we're good. You got it. Thank you very much for that opening, Dominic. And want to let you know a couple of things, folks. First, if it's your first time here, welcome to Modern Day Debate. We are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. I'm your host, James Coons, and also want to let you know, special debate tonight, as 100% of Super Chats that come in as you ask questions will be going to the world, basically... It is linked in the description. Worldwide Orphans is the name of the organization. They're helping vulnerable children across the globe. And so that's something we are excited to donate all of tonight's Super Chats to. Want to let you know about that. And with that, we'll kick it over to Amy for her opening statement as well. Thanks so much, Amy. The floor is all yours. 
Thank you so very much, James. And hello, everyone. My name is Amy Newman, and I am a comedian, graduate student, and skeptic. I run a podcast with my co-host here on YouTube or Twitch, where we mostly view ourselves as the R-rated Mythbusters. We love hearing basically whatever comes our way, like tonight's topic, is there good evidence ghosts are real? Well, no. And by good, I mean empirical evidence that can be reviewed and tested by others. However, is there anecdotal evidence? Which is what I suspect most of topic will be centered around tonight? Well, sure. But let's begin with a higher level category term, which is the paranormal. What exactly is the paranormal? In short, this means purported non-natural events. Events that many paranormal investigators claim are outside the scope of current science. This would include ghost hunting, of course, but also UFOlogy, cryptozoology, and telepathy. However, my focus tonight will be on ghosts because I don't believe that ghosts exist. But what exactly is a ghost supposed to be? Well, specifically a dead person that appears to the living, normally in the form of humans, but other animals have been reported. We've also given them many names like spirit, spook, or specter. Some religious folks even believe they are demons, with the demon only using the appearance of a ghostly family member for trickery, making exorcism just being another part of the day job. Though if not evil, then many events deal with tragedy. Lost loved ones, relatives, and family. In a story, a brutal murder seems like a good emotional underpinning that would keep a person around after death. However, there's no real connection between a horrible thing happening and becoming a ghost, just as if someone dies when something really awesome happens, like eating cinnamon roll ice cream, shouldn't affect them becoming a celestial being. Though a proper way to even summon a ghost is hard to come by. You could do a seance with a medium and try to throw a ghostly tea party, or just go straight Dark Lord and perform a necromancy. Neither method has any scientific backing, but they look great at cosplay parties. So when people point out orbs or bright spots on photographs as evidence of people communicating from the dead, I hold a natural skepticism. 
we should also talk about pareidolia. Pareidolia is our brain imposing a perception of meaning onto information where none is present. We do this all the time as we gaze up at clouds on our fat asses, creating castles and dragons from our own imagination. It also has a tendency for us to see faces, like when we see Jesus in our toast. It's one of the many mundane reasons for why we see ghosts in pictures. There are even devices you can buy that claim to help you find paranormal activity, like a ghost box, which says it can help users find electronic voice phenomena, which believers say is the recording of spirits. I've heard some of these EVPs and they're never impressive. Often sound effects, words, or just gibberish that get translated to have a meaning by the listener. Lastly, I'm not a fan of the shtick called an afterlife, which is a concept many ghosts hinge on. The notion that we can indeed live on after death, which goes counter to everything we currently know in modern science. I say currently because most mislabeled paranormal events may in fact have an unknown natural explanation. And it is damn well sure that we don't know everything and are constantly learning as we use the scientific method to explore the universe. If ghosts are real, I would want to know they existed. I think I have an open mind and can be demonstrated to be wrong, but my standards of evidence are the same as someone getting surgery for cancer or proving that a certain amount of planets exists in another solar system. These have empirical answers. So too does the question on ghosts. So what would I need to believe such ghosts are real? Well, if we could go back to Hollywood for a minute, the bar that I'm looking for is Ghostbusters. I recently watched the original movie for the first time, and let me tell you, I'm a fan. So-called ectoplasma or spiritual energy leaking like Nickelodeon's gack, a ghost physically interacting with food worse than I do. And how friggin' cool are ghost traps, which, by the way, are a straightforward methodology of catching ghosts, something modern ghost hunters struggle to do. Two people shoot a beam, don't cross streams, and lower the ghost into a trap. They even have methods of long-term containment. Those three scientists get shit done. That's what I, as a skeptic, want. 
I'll end with this. Like many other skeptics, I like magic. That is to say, fake magic like the type Penn and Teller do. I also believe that UFOs exist. You know, unidentified flying objects. It's only when people identify the object that I have a problem. I'm open to paranormal investigation or even ghost hunting. I just don't currently find any good evidence for the paranormal to exist or for ghosts being real. As a skeptic, I'm looking for something empirical, testable, and replicatable. I'm always open to learning more so my mind can be changed. However, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Or Patrick Swayze. Thank you. You got it. Thank you very much for that opening statement, Amy. And want to let you know, folks, a couple of things. One, very exciting Next month, Alex Stein returns, taking on MC Toon on whether or not the moon landing was a hoax. You don't want to miss it. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. That way you get a notification for that debate as well as many other juicy debates. And so with that, we're going to jump into open conversation. Thanks so much, Amy and Dominic. The floor is all yours. So, uh, as far as those things are concerned, I think we need to separate, um, as with any credible paranormal investigation, you need to separate the fake from the reality. So in all respect to Amy, um, Ghostbusters or Hollywood, if you're looking for your evidence there of true uh, forces of nature, you're really not going to find it um, in, the, in, in the realm of Hollywood or in Ghostbusters. Now, I've been on investigations where uh, recently, uh, it was less than two weeks ago, where a gentleman that was with us, uh, we have the video evidence of this and the pictures of this, was literally scraped up to the point, um, my video photographer was scraped up to the point where he actually had to go to the hospital because the blood loss that he had from these scratches. Pardon my yeah. interruption. I is someone rubbing their their microphone on accident? It's just that they keep there's this continuous, almost scratching noise of like something rubbing against like a mic. Okay, um, let me see. Is it? Did it go away? I don't hear it anymore. Okay. So, um, I don't know what that was, but um. I'm actually currently in a place that actually is haunted. Um, I'm actually, my, my office, this building is over 200 years old. Um, so we might have some direct, if not real, um, para, paranormal activity here. And I apologize for that. Um, as Can far as things are concerned, I've, I've been in... for one second? Yeah, sure. Because, okay, I will say, it's not that I'm looking towards, you know, Hollywood... For my science, I would say that they are the best representation, at least fake, of a physical interaction. And so I've looked at things where, like the, um, the electronic voice phenomenon, and I wish we could get something that was like, ooh, I am a ghost and I am stuck. 
but instead it's always like bruh bruh and then someone misinterpreting and go or not misinterpreting going did they say bob and everyone goes oh it must have been something like that and then i listen to it over and over and over and it just sounds like it sounds like gibberish and so my my next question would be from the scratching you said someone got scratched your video cameraman got scratched at an event that was reported yeah um reported and so physical you had to take him to the hospital can you bring me back to that event yeah let's go back to that event because i think it would help uh, everyone on a on a real uh, have a real foundation or a platform to to what really happened let me just go to uh this website here for a second and i will go to uh i'm just going to get the information so this way we could show it um let's see here Mystic Bridge. Let me see what I got here. I appreciate your patience as I pull up the information. So basically, my cameraman was um, just videotaping. Uh, I actually saw the some something red on his shirt. I said, uh, hey, Steve, you know, what's going on with your shirt? Um, I lifted it up, and he was bleeding profusely with the scratches uh, that were just absolutely unbelievable. Um, this happened less than, like I said, three weeks ago. Um, it has just been unbelievable, unbelievable evidence at that time. The um, scratches, he didn't feel them. They came without, they came without warning. Um, he was just totally scratched up and it was just really, really unreal how, uh, how bad he was literally scratched up to the point where we actually literally had to take him to the hospital. Um, in the in the in, in the process of looking for this information, um, I've seen people literally choked, um, pushed against the wall. I've seen people pushed downstairs. Um, it's been unbelievable. I see our equipment has shut off by itself. Um, our our camera glasses, the camera glass has cracked inside the camera on investigations out of nowhere. Um, and, it, and it's really, really unbelievable. I mean, the best way to, uh, and once again, not to go back to the Hollywood stuff, but if you're going to go to Hollywood and, and you're going to go to the shows on TV, I think it's important to understand that they're for entertainment purposes. If you watch the show for 45 minutes and nothing happened, or they had no EVP evidence, um, that show would be over really, really quick. I welcome the both of you to join me on a paranormal investigation. I would love to have you join me um, on our next investigation so you yourselves could witness, um, if you want to call them paranormal activities. I like, we, we don't call it paranormal. At Universal, Paran Universal Paranormal, what we call it is life investigations. We have the respect of realizing that these people once lived. We, we realize the tragedies of their lives. We realize that you know, they deserve our respect. So we call them not paranormal investigations, but life investigations. It's more of a, a documentary or historical evidence or, or getting evidence of what they actually did and how they lived that caused them to either A, be a residual spirit or to stay in the location that they are out of, out of let's say, fear, 
out of out of fear or out of regret or out of a loss or out of um, sheer you know sheer emotions of of of, of what happened in their life. So um, let Can me I try ask? to find this information. Well, yeah, go ahead. While you're asking, well, the why are because I actually have a lot of questions from what you said. Oh, go ahead. Just off the top, I want to know, is it ever a ghost out of happiness? Like it was a ghost that was just so happy and then they died and then they got stuck. And you're just like, oh, my God, this ghost is trying to convince us just how happy they were right before they died. Well, I'm going to say and, and, and I'm going to I'm going to bring in an event that happened in Zaytun, Egypt, that was witnessed by hundreds of thousands of people all across the world. And this was the, this was the formation, the spiritual energy of Mary um, at the church in Zaytun, Egypt. It was actually where Mary and Joseph stopped off to rest um, at, at this particular location. And this is well documented, documented. There's video of this. There's pictures of this. Mary actually appeared on the top of the church with doves in Zaytun, Egypt. Not only did presidents around the world witness it, there were miracles that happened to people that were not only Catholic, but Christian and, and Muslim and Indian. And Mary actually appeared on this church for a span of six months and literally healed the entire nation. At the time, Egypt was going through a huge mass a civil war against the christians and were actually killing people in their houses and mary appeared on this church and literally ended this these attempted uh massacres on the christians and catholics that were in that particular region can um, i just before you go on i really want to just get like a one sentence summation you are saying an image of mary in egypt helps save a nation temporarily for or that, six that months? Is, no, actually saved the nation. It wasn't an, it wasn't an image. It was the um, appearance of Mary, the illumination of Mary, Mary in true form in Zaytun, Egypt. And it's something that most people have forgotten and don't really reflect on as far as to answer your question. Well, are there good spirits or there bad spirits? I wouldn't ask. Some people would not refer to Mary appearing on a church as being paranormal, but the sheer definition of paranormal defines it as being that. So it was a religious experience. You know, Christ walking on water. Is that a paranormal experience or is that a religious experience? So let's I mean, just freeze that actually for one second. What would you say to someone who comes from a Jewish background and is now an atheist who is like doubly biased to not believe the Christian mythos? What would you well, say? You know, that, to... That's a personal decision, but I mean, that's a personal decision that, that, I mean, I don't know the events of that individual's life, but as far as things are concerned, I would walk them through um, the, I would walk them through the appar apparitions and of, of Mary that have been visited by the saints. I'd walk them through the miracles at Lourdes and show them images of what happened at Lourdes. I'd show them and literally walk them to the, incorruptible saints whose bodies after 200 years are still moist, are still dripping blood, are still sweating, are still movable, that are all bendable and, and, and actually present you with, uh, with, with, with the um, 
oils of the saints that actually have healed those pe healed people from hundreds of countries all around the world um, where these smells and these scents and these these oils once touched to flesh that was putrefied or people that were suffering from incurable diseases all of a sudden were healed now this is based well, can i can i freeze you again you said incurable diseases can you give yes. me an example of one of the incurable diseases that i assume a spirit healed well let's go back to uh saint john paul ii so in saint john paul ii when when uh he um when this woman had prayed to saint paul john ii she had cancer um it was on x-rays it was confirmed that she had cancer um she all of a sudden there was no cancer in her system. When Mary appeared in Zaitun, there's a woman also suffering from breast cancer. Mary appeared to her in her, in her room, and we have the x-rays of her showing that she had cancer, and the next morning, it was totally gone. Um, right here on Long Island, New York, this man was suffering from stomach cancer. He was, uh, he was just driving down the street one day. There was a man on the side of the road, and this is all documented. He picked up the man. The man talked to him. He touched his stomach. He said, you'll be fine. The man got out of the car. He dropped him off. He told his wife about the man. She said, do you realize who you were speaking with? She goes, that was St. Padre Pio. She said, well, he, she, had a, she had a prayer card on her desk. She goes, that's the man I saw. He's like, that's the man I saw. He goes, who is that? Is that a family member? Is that a friend? I just picked him up. I just gave him a ride. She goes, no, that's St. Padre Pio. She goes, where did you see him from? And this, his car right now is actually in a church um, in, in, in New York where Padre Pio literally healed this man of cancer. And we're not talking about something that happened 100 years ago. This happened like 10 to 20 years ago. And the man has, has no stomach cancer in his system. So the, the investigations that we do, like I said, are not paranormal. They're more life investigations where we make sure that the documented evidence is real 100%. And then it could be, um, we're not Hollywood. This is not you know some paranormal TV show. What we do at Universal Paranormal is go through the entire life investigation from beginning to end. I want to see the evidence. I want to make sure it's real. And I want to make sure I can present that to our audience or, or to the people that we're communicating with or have, or have relationships with to make sure that they understand that it's real with the scientific evidence that goes along with that. And so, so before you uh, go on, that is a good, another good point about Hollywood is I think that most of the ghost hunter shows are fake. That is my belief that they're scripted. Now, my question is, even well, if you agree with right. me, in fact, if you agree with me, my question is, what makes you different than the ones that are on TV? Why are you the real deal when it comes to ghost hunting? Well, let me explain that. That's a great question, Amy. Like I said before, all of our investigations are done in reality. We have certain equipment that we use that really gets us evidence that we need to have in order to present real evidence. Everything that has ever happened to us happened in real time, and it's all been documented in real time. If you look at some of those shows, like when we do an investigation, we do estates, we do houses, we do um, you know, world heritage sites. And these people don't want anyone to know that we actually investigated these sites um, with, with the equipment that we use because they don't want to bring national attention to themselves. So we actually go in, we get the evidence, we present the evidence to them. And some of that evidence is so extreme and so unbelievable that I only wish um, we had the permission to view it. But with the evidence I'm going to show you tonight, um, 
that basically happened to me and my team, hopefully that will persuade you to come up with your own conclusion. Now, you're correct. She goes, well, why, why do you say that are, are the Hollywood shows fake or why are the TV shows fake? I would say in their execution, they are not fake. But in the end production, you know, some of the material that they receive is absolutely real. I'm not the one to say it's fake. I wasn't there on site. Just as if, Amy, you came with me and said, well, Dominic, I want to go on an investigation. And then you, something happened to you or you experienced cold or you were scratched or you were pushed. And then you, what we call it is being baptized to the paranormal. You're literally baptized in another world because you were brought into that world through an experience that you personally had that literally shaped your life being on that investigation. So what we do in our life investigations is we make you, you come with us and we literally baptize you into, if you want to call it the paranormal world by allowing you to experience what you would normally wouldn't experience sitting in your living room watching TV. I am not one to say if those TV shows are fake or real. Um, what I would do is have you go and, and decide on your own if you think they're fake or real. But all the TV shows, if you look at them, if you look at the credits, it says writer one, writer two, writer three, writer four. We don't, <laughs> we don't have that. We have documented real evidence to show you exactly what is real and what we, what we experienced. You are correct. On some of the EVPs, they're absolutely horrible. I don't know what equipment they use, but the EVPs that we have, we have people in real, real sentences, responding intelligently. Um, we use the best equipment that's out there. Just because expensive, if it's expensive doesn't mean it's good, but we use the equipment that we know that we could calibrate correctly in terms of the atmosphere inside the location, the even the altitude can affect your equipment so we get the best equipment possible the time of day you know if it's you know one to three o'clock the witching hour is three o'clock the reason why they call it the witching hour is because christ was crucified at three o'clock you know in the in the in the afternoon so the witching hour is now three o'clock at night so we have three o'clock when christ was crucified and the opposite of that would be three o'clock in the morning which is why they call it the witching hour which is when most paranormal things happen um, where the energies from the moon, which would be either um, epigee or perigee, would reflect. Actually, uh, yeah. let me just read, because you've said the word equipment a lot. You're using real equipment trying to detect reality. And I'll tell you, reality is very truth, very important to a skeptic. We are trying to figure out what is true, and we want to believe as many true things and as few false things as possible. And you're saying you use equipment that is different than the, the others that you have seen. So I guess my question is, what is this type of equipment that separates you and what is it doing? There is, when you, your vision can only be, you, when, you, when you see, you can only get a certain spectrum. Your eyes are only allowed to see a certain spectrum uh, of of colors and of images. The equipment that we use basically allows us to see the full spectrum. So when you see like the rainbow, that's a spectrum of light that you can see. There are other spectrums of light that you can't see, whether it be infrared, whether it be radiation, whether it be energies um, that are just too, that, 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 that just cannot be detected by the human eyes. Um, what we do is use equipment that actually allows us to see the full spectrum, full spectrum cameras, infrared. 
some of these things you cannot see with normal vision and you do need that equipment to see these energies because this is this is what these energies are created with are created created from so it is very important that you make sure that you're doing it in the right environment the right time of day you know you, you have the, the proper equipment that could see what you can see there have been certain times when I would walk into a room we'd catch spirits walk right in front of me I haven't I can't see it with my normal eyes but through the infrared or the spectrum camera or the spectrum pictures we, we get they show up as clear as day and I'm going to show and you some when of that you mean tonight. catch and that sounds sounds good to me when you mean catch you mean catch on video or what catch we, on what we, what we capture on video correct the evidence that we have, I've never seen any other paranormal team pick up the evidence that we had. I've never seen any other paranormal team present the evidence that we have. And I would like to go over that now if you'd like to see some really cool things. Sure. And, and you can tell me, well, that's just a piece of light. That's, I don't know what that has to win. But I think some of the things that you see tonight may just convince you. And that sounds good. I just want to have one last definition on the table, which is the word energy. I follow a physics definition, which means to do work. That is my definition that I think has a lot of application in the real world. My question then flip back to you is what is energy? Energy, energy is so fascinating because energy is truly never destroyed. Let me tell you why. In the Big Bang, do you realize that everything that you see, everything that you're touching, everything that you're made of, you're literally made up of stardust. Everything that you see is made up of stardust. I'm not talking about sure. like stardust, like pixies and fairies. I'm talking about real stardust. When the Big Bang occurred, it was one of the, lar uh, the largest um, as far as the universe presenting its energy to the entire to the entire universe, which created the universe, you can never destroy energy. Energy just changes and in, 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 into different forms. So let's look at it very simplistically. You have water. Water could either be liquid, it could be vapor, or it could be a solid. You can't destroy water, no matter what you do. If you drink it, if you boil it. If it goes in the atmosphere, it just comes back down. You can never really destroy energy. So let's look at energy as far as radiation. Let's look at energy as far as magnetism. Let's look at energy as far as just what binds your molecules together so you can live and breathe. I mean, there is so much energy that we as humans have not yet identified, such as black matter out in space. Why is the universe spreading and, 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 and distancing itself from all the other planets? Why in another 200 to 300 years, you won't see any stars because the universe is expanding, expanding, and expanding. We can't see that energy, but we know it exists because we know, you know, they've taken calculations. They did, you know, the magnetrons and telescopes. We know the, the universe is expanding at a faster rate every 200 to 300 years. So in time, your children's children's children won't see the same sky that me and you see now because the energy that's there is literally separating and unfolding before us. So and I so agree with you as far as different dimensions, there's different dimensions, there's different everything. Feel, so uh, we, we'd be very naive to think at this huge universe that we live in, which is what we can tell is unending, that we're the only 
type of energy or the only type of well, life in, in this particular. I universe. agree with your last two statements about dark, dark energy, which is what seems to be the mechanism or it is the force. Just to keep us on say, track, I pardon my interruption, but just to keep Absolutely. us on track in, in terms of a quick definition of energy. Uh, otherwise, if, if there isn't going to, uh, like, if you feel satisfied with that one, Amy, otherwise, it is a good opportunity to go into the video content. But I'll, sure. like I said, I'll leave that to you, Amy, in terms just to, so that we don't I go just, too far into dark matter and things like that. Right, Absolutely. So like, let's, let's, let's take water I just again. want to ask one last question on that. Right. Do you think that this, our ghost spirits, whatever you want to call them, are they in energy that we know of? Is this an energy that we have not explained? Well, and then right. I'm all good for looking You're into... You're correct. You're correct. You're absolutely correct. Let, let's go into that. Like I was trying to explain, with dark matter, we don't know what it is, but we know it exists. Just like with spirits. We know that the energy is there. We know energy can't be destroyed. So what happens to your spirit? What happens to your soul? What happens to, you know, when you go through that real emotional, whether you get raped or you get murdered, you get killed... That energy actually absorbs into the environment, which actually is residual, which actually plays back when everything is in motion, just like the universe. When everything is in motion, and you have the certain time and the certain energies, all everything lines up. You see, you know, uh, um, you see, you see, you see. Let's say a rainbow, or you see the aurora boreala um, from the magnetism of the Earth. Once those energies actually line up, energy is never destroyed. Your energy that's in you just gets transformed. So when you pass away or when you die or it's a traumatic experience or you leave too soon, that energy is absorbed into the environment or your spirit gets transformed. Your body, which is a capsule, your spirit leaves your body and then becomes this new form, this new energy. Um, whether you want to call it heaven we, okay, or nirvana just, or anything else. Mm. Like that. Does that make sense? Amy, do you feel yeah, satisfied? I have more questions, but now is time. Like, okay, we want to hear from Amy. Like to show that evidence. Um, you said you wanted to show something, and then um, I'll show you a couple of things, and you guys can make your own opinion, and then I'm gonna go over it. Okay. Sure. And then I have more questions, even about the specific encounters that you have come across with ghosts. I'm still interested. Uh, in the gentleman getting scratched, but I'm all up for seeing what you had to show. Yeah, I'm just trying to pull up those images, right? Um, it's for some reason, um, my computer is not allowing us to see those images, but I'm going to be pulling those up really soon. Let me let me get up the videos so we can get going and, and actually do this tonight. So give me a second. Let me pull up the videos really quick. I'm going to share my screen here really quick. Let's go like this. Sounds good. Okay, can you guys see my screen? Yes, you can. Yep, already. All right, let's look at, here is something which I like to call spirit taking flight. This was actually captured on the, on the, on, on the stairs using um, uh, using our night vision cameras. And we could talk about this uh, after it's finished, uh, once it's done. Okay, just hold on a second. Let me turn up the volume here. If you could see here, there's a spirit that goes from the bottom screen up to the right-hand side. You guys see that? I will say that 
I remember seeing this video. I actually checked out some of them and I nicknamed this the grasshopper. Well, it's this this particular spirit is actually almost half the size of me. Um, and it is really one of some of the best paranormal evidence you'll probably ever see um, as far as things are concerned. This this thing looks like it looks like wings. It looks like it has wings. It looks like it's flying. I, I don't know what it is. I know a um, creature that would do that. It is really, it is really, really, it is, look, it's the same, almost the same size as I am. Um, and it's going to the top right of the screen. Um, we've been questioned on this. We've sent this video out. There's been no, um, this hasn't been in, in any way tampered with. And it's basically the, the, almost the same size as I am. Um, it's leaving a spectral trail, which means it does, it's not leaving no spectral trail on this particular image. It is a solid figure. It is not a bug. Um, and none of my crew seen this until we actually played this back on video. Well, can so, I ask, sure. have you presented this to scientists? Have you gotten we, any type of peer review? We, we've sent this to two colleges, um, Tampa University. Actually, we sent this to Tampa University because it was Folk Theater where we did Tampa University. Um, but we have not, this has not been sent over to scientists as far as for preliminary, um, excuse me, uh, investigations to be, to be actually, to be picked through on this particular, on this particular set of video. Um, we, we are trying to get it. Um, I mean, no one has ever questioned it. They, they, they said it hasn't been tampered with, but it hasn't been sent over to a scientist where they could say, okay, well, this is exactly what this is. I had 20 people view this. They have no idea what it is. I had video video experts look at this. They know it hasn't been tampered with, but this is one of the best paranormal images of a spirit going through the screen that you could pop or whatever you want to nominally going through the screen that actually has wings and it looks like it has a body shape um, that is flying that, 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 I mean, if, if I would have seen this, I would have jumped back, um, that, that, that you could probably, probably ever witness as far as paranormal is concerned. Um, let me show you another, another video that was just absolutely stunning, um, that I like to call the imp. Here's another image that we picked up at a different location. Okay. This is called the imp because I believe it is an imp. You'll see how it transforms and then disappears right into the wall. Um, imps are malicious spirits that are just, you know, like to cause problems and, tr and trouble. Let's uh, look at this now. You could see the energy, and this does have a spectral trail, like all, all there's different types of energy, there's different types of spirits. This imp jumps from the counter, jumps to the wall, and then disappears, then it disappears into the wall. It is just unbelievable. And by an imp, you mean a demon. Or a category of demon. By an imp, I do mean a, an intelligent spirit that causes, right. I'm, I'm going to, an imp would be a, a kind of a demon. That is correct. Um, the reason why I classify it that way is if you look at the motion of it and if you, and, and you, we go through the evidence of what we captured at this location and what's been going on at this residence, <clears throat> it is the telltale signs of an imp. Could I ask what happened 
at the location. With with the with the thing like scratches, were you able to take any of the actual like video? Yes. Video, and mm-hmm. then, and so my question would be: Do you have video of that? And then another question on just these two videos would be. Oh. Because I really wanted to ask this about paranormal and and ghosts in general. And it's a very important notion as a skeptic. What would it take to convince you that you were wrong? Well, being there and actually witnessing it um, with my own eyes, it's really hard for you to say, well, you're wrong. Because I'm not someone who is actually trying to interpret what I've seen. I've been there. So instead of me just taking this video and showing to a skeptic and say, hey, look what I found on the Internet, I was actually there. Um, I was actually there when it was filmed. My crew were there. I mean, there's like six other people behind me in that video that said we didn't see anything, but there was no bug. Um, In this video, we had a static camera that just picked us up by chance. Um, We we scan the room. We make sure there's no bugs in the room. We make sure everything is actually unplugged. There's no lights that are that that are coming in. All the windows are barred. I mean, we make sure that that we control the entire um, we control the entire environment. There's nothing left unchecked. Beepers, microphones, cell phones, lights. The 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 uh, microwave was unplugged. The lights were literally the, shut off. So if Everything I can interrupt you, in sure. fairness, what it sounds like you're saying is that you are a high degree level of confidence that it is real, which I believe I'm you. saying it, it is real because I've actually witnessed it and seen it with my own eyes. And so um, then my question goes back. What just because I've seen it with my take? own eyes, it's still unexplained. It's still unexplained. It's and still hey, unexplained. I can agree with you there. I really do think there's a lot of phenomena that we truly don't have an explanation for. And... I just don't want to label, as I squeak, information that we don't know as something. So I guess, is there a test? I go back to that same question. Is there a way, even with your high level of confidence, knowing that you're saying you took all your precautions, how do you remove the bias of your own team? How do you test it? How do you make sure? Well, there's 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 no bias because it happened in real time. Like if, if you see somebody get hit by a car and a police is like, hey, excuse me, I know you witnessed this person get hit by a car. Can you tell me what happened? If you go to a third party, you know, they'll be like, well, I, I don't know what happened. I, I know he got hit by a car. I came there. He, you know, the guy's bleeding. That's how I know he got hit by a car. But if you're actually there witnessing it and the cops like, what have you seen in first person? There is no bias. There is no, no, I told him and she told him when you're standing there and a spirit is looking at you straight in the face, how do you say, well, that's not real. And you say, well, you know, maybe you had drugs. Maybe, maybe you're dizzy. Maybe you're affecting the affected by the environment. But when six other people see the same thing, who've actually witnessed what you've seen, how do you explain that? Is everybody on drugs? Is everyone having a problem? Is everybody you know having emotional problems? No, not that but, uh, right. not that six people are having an emotional problems, but say, for example, there is a gas leak that is undetectable that nobody with their regular senses can detect. Well, then the entire room 
is going to experience that phenomena and it's going to seem as real for you, me, anyone in there as anything else. So the what happened when you went to the hospital and they, oh, I think you're muted. Uh, what happened when you went to the hospital and you had scratches, your whole team knew what it was. What did the doctors say? What was their conclusion? What did they have to write down on the paper for the reason for the scratches? Well, when we brought them to the hospital, we did not, we do not go and um, elaborate to the doctors how it actually happened. Um, we say he was working on set and he got scratched. We don't say, by the way, doc, this guy was uh, scratched up by a ghost. They'd throw you out of the hospital. So we said we brought him to the hospital to make sure he was all right, that the lacerations were actually taken care of and, and the bleeding stopped. Um, it is, it is one thing to, you know, I mean, if, if a police officer came and said, this is absolutely extreme. What happened here? We'd have to tell him we were filming on location. He was getting scratched by something we couldn't see and call it a day. Um, it is just, it, how do you explain that? How do you say, you know, you know, it, it, it's hard to explain. How do you say he was attacked by a ghost or how do you say somebody is possessed? You know, like, you know, there's no Do way you believe in possession? Uh, That's another thing. Do of you course, believe definitely. In... I've seen it happen. Yeah, I've seen it happen. I've seen people being possessed. I've seen Can people on my own team that? go into a go into a stair. I've seen my own people go into a stair. I personally have experienced and seen time frames in history that I couldn't explain. And when I was woken up, I, I actually saw the room that I was in. They they basically shook me back to where I was in like reality because I've actually been in pl in places where I've actually seen the past. Um, due to the energies that were there and literally had to like clear my head to, to, to and actually seen what has happened in that particular room. It does happen. The energies are so strong in certain locations where it actually does bring you back to that environment where you actually could see it play out in real time. And there's been really documentation of that happening too. Um, there's one more video I wanted to show you guys. I don't know if my if I'm still sharing my screen or not, but I you wanted can. to... Uh, Go ahead and pop it again. back into screen share. I, I just you, popped I you out. I want to show you a spirit rising from the stage. Um, that's right. un, that's really, really interesting. And let me go and, and pull this up really quick. Uh, let me, when you guys are here, let me expand this, share screen again. And let's share that again. Okay. Here is, here is you. so you asked me, you know, why does your equipment capture things that other equipment doesn't capture? And mm -hmm. here's the perfect example of that. We use 360-degree cameras. They detect motion. They detect sound. If you look at this image here, you can literally see there's like 12 people in front of the camera. There is no reason in the world why this camera is going to do what I'm about to show you. This camera, I am talking. I'm with my team. I'm with my cameramen. We're identifying all the equipment. Our, our equipment is so sensitive, it actually captured this and I'm, I'm still even even with my own equipment, I don't believe how this happened. So let me show you what happened. Now, keep in mind, if there's motion or as if there's sound, this camera is supposed to be focused on motion and sound. Let's look at the let's look what happened here. Let's play. it. Let's replay it again. I don't know if you guys seen that. You could literally see. 
a spirit rise from this chair and go up through the air. Right here. You see that? Now you can say, well, that's wind. But how did this 360 degree to camera know to capture this image? And it's actually better if you keep it smaller because you can see you can see it much clearly. How did this camera know to turn all the way around by itself and capture this image of something rising from the middle of the stage going up into the ceiling? So you're saying, well, what makes your equipment so special? This is what makes our equipment so special. It is so sensitive. It actually captures this spirit going from the bottom of the floor up into the up into the atmosphere. It's not wind, it's not air. It actually turned 300, turned turn 165 degrees around in a circle to capture something that it felt was moving behind us, even though we have six people up front on the stage. And you could hear me speaking as well. So this is absolutely one of the, another paramount video of evidence watching the spirit literally come up from the stage. No one could see it, no one heard it but the camera detected it, turned all the way around and filmed this, even though there's maybe 12 people up front. That's how I know we have, we, we calibrate our equipment to make for the environment. Is it possible? And that's how we get evidence that nobody else can, 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 can see. Can the, audience, the audience is intrigued just sure. to see, because I don't know if it's the same way for them as for me. It's a, this one's harder to see. If you're able to, if you click the gear button on the bottom of the YouTube page there, if you're able to slow the video down, so the uh, kind of like bottom center of where the video is playing, you'll see that like gear icon where you can probably choose to put the speed at maybe like 0.25 or 0 0.5. Yeah, I'm going to do it really slower because it, it is, it is, it's a, it's by chance we just happened to receive get this information. Let me slow it down really quick. You'll see it right here. Also, can I can I ask? In street magic, oftentimes what you'll do to an audience is you'll say, "This is a perfectly normal deck," and then you go on to do your trick, and it's not a perfectly normal deck. So when you automatically exclude things like the wind and stuff, when you say it can't be wind, it can't be this, it can't be that. How do you know that it couldn't have been any sort of weather or regular biological event let's, like a bug? Let's, let's How do you it. rule that out? Let's look at it. Let's look at it in real time. You'll see the spirit rise from the bottom and go straight up. Air doesn't do that. Air, is a, it, it, air, air wouldn't be white. You wouldn't see white air. If you saw white air, this would all be, the whole screen would be right. In fact, you wouldn't even be able to say the, see the people. This would all be white. This is the camera reacting to motion that through infrared, we can't see, but it can see. So you asked me, listen, how do you see spirits? How do you see ghosts? How do you calibrate your equipment properly? Here's the evidence. This is how we do it. This is why we use the, the equipment and the, and the cameras that we use because it can see stuff we can't see. I think all the electricity in the theater is off. There is no air conditioning blowing. There is no vents underneath the stage. There is nothing here. This is a wood floor. This is a like a 150 year old theater. There's no air blowing through here. These you could see these are drapes that would be blowing. Um, when we go into an environment, we make sure everything is locked down. We don't leave 
the environment open to questions or to doubts or to anything else that cannot be controlled. We control the environment. We shut the electricity off, shut the air conditioning off. We tape things down. Everything that has electricity is removed. Um, and you'll also notice on this image, you really can't see it, but there's a light. One of our lights, one of our light screens right here, this, this beeper right here, it's lighting up. This one is not lit, but this one is totally lit. You can see the difference. This is totally lighting up at the time the camera turns around and the spirit comes up or the entity comes up from the stage. So if we go back here to see it again, we're going slow. It's totally lit up. This one's not. This one's totally lit up. And then you see the spirit or the entity come up from the center of the stage and go up. I see. So I think one thing for the audience, I think what I'm, I'm seeing what you're talking about and in case the audience, if you're watching in the live chat, there is at the very bottom of the screen, it's after the camera does its 180 or so, you can see at the very bottom of the screen, like literally at the bottom there of the video feed, it looks like there's something coming from the stage, which is, uh, it's like a really small proportion of the screen, but I see that there's what you're referring to. Right. So, so, what do we do that's different from everyone else? We try to control the environment the best way we can and calibrate the equipment to the environment that we're in. We don't have writers. I mean, we are the real deal. We present the evidence that we receive and that we get in real time to our audiences. And this was actually streamed live. Okay. This was unbelievable when this happened because these cameras are autonomous. No one's there to turn it. It's on its own. As you see, there's six people in front of the stage, everyone's talking. These, this camera should have been, this camera should have been here and not ever moved. It so should have moved. Are there sources that you reject? So like you record something and you go like, damn, it was a bug. Oh my, that was wind in the light. And you're like- Yes, that happens, that happens, that happens constantly. But how do you tell the difference? You can know a bug is a bug. You know when dust is dust and it's very easy to figure out. Let me show you an example. Let me show you an example. Watch. Okay. I'm going to show you some orbs that we captured and I'm going to show you the difference between an orb and what dust is. And then you'll be like, okay, I understand. So this way, when I go look at something in the future, I know what dust is and I know what an orb is. I know what a bug is. So this is spirits rising. This is spirit flight. Let's go to light anomalies two. Let's go to light anomalies here. Let me see if this is the one I'm looking for. I'm going to show you the difference between dust and an orb. Okay. Beautiful. Watch this. Watch this video. Okay. And once again, the camera turned all the way to the right and followed the orb. So let's play this again. This is an orb going across the screen. That's an orb. It has a spectral trail. That's dust. That's dust. That's an orb. It's the size of a, of a baseball, and it's streaming across the screen. That was an orb because it has a spectral trail. And I'm going to slow this down so you guys can see it. And then slow it down to 0.25. after Watch. you play it again, can you explain what you think the orb is? What is an orb to you? An orb to me is many different definitions of what, what an orb is. But to me, it's a spirit entity that literally travels that, that could that it's a, to me, it's, it's an entity of a spirit. It doesn't have the energy capacity. Like you said, there's different types of energies. It doesn't have the capacity 
to fully form itself or to, uh, to appear as an apparition, but is still an entity that lives in that location that has an effect on the environment. So once again, there's an orb, it has a spectral trail. The cameras didn't follow it. Then you see over here, you see dust. That's dust. It doesn't have a spectral trail. That's dust. That is a full-blown orb going across the screen that this, that this infrared camera totally followed. Okay? Once again, there's a gentleman here moving around. Okay? It, it, it won't detect him. It, it should have detected him, but instead, it detected the orb that no one else could see. And he doesn't even go, oh, my God, look, there's an orb going across the stage because he can't see it. That was an orb. That's dust is going to come over here. You'll see it. That's dust. That's the dust. That is a full-blown orb racing across the screen. It doesn't go up and down. It's not going like it's not floating. So, oh, my God, it's floating. It's the size of a baseball, Orbs and it's literally float. flying across the screen, and the infrared camera caught it as it was going across the screen just like it saw the, the spirit. So let's watch it again in slow motion. And so what happens when orb. you take something? One second, that's an orb. That's dust. That's dust. That is a full-blown orb going across the screen. It has it has a sense of direction. It has speed. And it stays on one level. Dust doesn't do that. Dust goes all, like, floats. Goes all over the place. And orbs don't float. Orbs do float, but this one moved with a sense of purpose and a sense of direction. Uh, you know, that's also another good good question is sense of purpose and meaning. Do you separate the, seems like a lot of ghosts, at least in uh, Western tradition elsewhere, it's always tied to tragic events, uh, sorrow, things that we've been talking about, high emotional things. Well, uh, it doesn't have to be that way. Because once again, I said energy does never can, can never destroy energy. So just because I mean things, it doesn't have someone doesn't have to be murdered or raped to be turned into an uh, uh, well, that's a, an intelligent spirit. How's it Some, Something does it like like we've investigated a church where there was a priest that was there who just wanted to watch over the church and was protecting the church. Um, there's an, there's a there's also a theory that the first person who was buried in the cemetery. On, on sacred ground, like blessed by a priest, the first person that's buried in the cemetery becomes the watcher of the cemetery for all eternity, watches the souls that are buried there. So not everyone who dies turns into a ghost. Not everything that, that you know, not everything that, you know, people that have tragic experiences turn into a ghost or turns into a, a residual spirit or an intelligent spirit. There are extenuating certain circumstances through grief, or through fear, or through a million different other um, emotions that, you know, those spirits linger behind. But there's like, no, I guess what I'm saying is there's no methodology to create a ghost, though. No, it, there's it no recipe that says, there's no recipe that says if you add two eggs, you add baking soda, you add salt and pepper, you're going to get a ghost. There's no recipe. It just... It depends on that individual. Just like everybody has individual personalities, everybody's personality is different. There are a million, billion different ways an entity can hang around in a location. So just to go back to my example, it could be that someone dies from happiness and this emotional happiness is so strong that they are just overwhelmed and stuck. 
Because it's almost always sad ghosts. And I guess well, I'm well, just trying well, to say, is it any well, emotion? It's not, it's not always tragedy? sad. The thing is, like, even with people that don't know how to cross over into the light, like, they hang around because they don't know. Some people die so, so, some people die in ways, some people die and don't realize they're dead. And this has happened in many, many different occasions where someone dies. Oh, sure. Give spoilers to movies. Yeah, they, 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 no, no, no. They, some person dies. They don't know, but this is true. This is this. I've been on investigations where this has happened. Some person dies. They don't realize they're dead, and people have to tell them that they've died, and it's okay to move on. Some people love their families, and they don't want to move on because they want to stay with their family. And they have to say, listen, we're all right. You know, let them know that you guys are going to be okay. Let them know your grandchildren are going to be fine. Your daughter's going to be fine. Your, your, you know, everyone's going to be fine. Can I freeze you, that you for give one, them, second? one second? You give them permission sure. to move on, and then they move on on their own. I mean, you're right. Through love, through happiness, through anger, through fear, through regret. You know, there are millions of reasons why people can't move on and become an entity or a spirit. Have you done that? Have you actually went to a place... You've communicated with a spirit. They were like, oh, my God, I got stabbed and it was really sad. And yeah. you're able well, well, to. They, they, they don't say, hey, by the way, I was stabbed. You know what happened to them because you do the historical you do the historical history on that location. You well, I the... guess my real question is, have you been able to make a spirit leave? They were yes. there and then yes. they've left. And how do you do that and prove that? Well, here's the deal. There are things called portals. Portals can be like when you use energy, when, when, when someone uses a Ouija board, they don't know how to use it. They create energy that comes through a portal that could create portals. These portals allow evil things to come through. Sometimes these portals can allow good things to come through. But 99.9% .9 of the time, there's evil things that come through because people open the portals through malicious ways, whether it be the occult, or whether it be through a Ouija board they don't know how to use, or whether they just have no idea what they're messing with, and that's how sometimes people get possessed. So when we go on these life investigations, we look at all the evidence, we look at the history, we look at the people, we look at the house, we look at the nature of, of the events that are surrounding them, we look at the exterior and exterior of the residence, we look at the environment, is it stone? Is there a river that's actually passing through the house, which would give, give more energy to the entity? Is there stone or um, limestone that could actually absorbs energy? Limestone is once the, the, the unbelievable absorber of energy. Stone, an unbelievable absorber of, of the environment and energy. Um, so we make sure there's, is there any electrical wires running through? Any wires that don't belong there, um, you know, just currents that like in the house, like wires that are just on that don't need to be on. I mean, there's so many different factors that we go through in an investigation to rule out anomalies that just, okay, it's just an anomaly. Or is it ions or are, are, are ions somehow are ions are electrical ions in the air on the atmosphere. That's giving this entity more power than it needs to have your microwave. Um, you know, like I said, electrical wires, the environment, the, the, the phases of the moon, you know, um, apogee, perigee, ley lines, the magnetic, the ma magnetic lines that surround the earth. Um, the magnetic lines could actually feed at a location with massive amounts of energy. So you see some of these Indian burial sites and these Indian sites like around the world and Aztec sites where the people are like, oh, my God, there's so much energy here. There's massive amounts of energy. Egypt, 
the pyramids literally run along ley lines that give it its energy that that these people knew exactly what they were doing how did people 3000 years ago know that the, that to put build the pyramids on ley lines that actually encompass the earth's that encompass the earth's magnetism on lines that literally run through the pyramids of Egypt the uh, stones of the um I keep on forgetting their name, but but the the stones in England, the um, the, the stones of England, Stonehenge, sorry, Stonehenge, and then millions of other things where they say, well, we see UFOs, we see anomalies, we see orbs rising from the ground. There are millions of ley lines that circle the globe and circle locations. You'll find that the most haunted locations on Earth, even Indian burial grounds, are all on ley lines. How do they know that there is something special there? You know what I'm saying? Because Let's say there's orbs that happen or there's mystical things that happen. Like, oh, this rock is mystical. It's, it's magical. It's because of the ley lines. And they, people 2,000 years ago, they, 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 they made maps of astrology. They made maps of the, they, they had, you know, they knew where, certain, where their ancestors built graves and where they built their, you know, sacrificial places. And it just so happens to be that they, they are energized through ley lines. Just like when you're walking down the street. You walk down the street a million times before, but then tonight you're walking down the street and you're like, there's something wrong. I feel some, something, something's wrong. Something's looking at me. There, there, there's an energy there. What's going on? I don't feel comfortable. There's something wrong here. Or you go to, there's something wrong. I don't feel comfortable at this location. It's the energy that you're detecting through your sixth sense that's telling you there's an energy source here and I don't know what it is. The, and that and energy a- source gives, gives power to these entities that or, or gives more power to these energies that feed off of it. So your emotions when you're That's angry. That's a great segue. Yeah, when your emotions are when you're angry or when you're upset, you know, alive, these spirits literally can feed off that energy. When you're scared, when, when you run, that's what I tell my team, don't run. Don't get scared. Why? Because you're releasing energy into the environment that they could use against you, which makes them stronger. It's just, it's just that's the way well, it happens. Well, before, so... I have two questions for that. That segues nicely. My first question would be, how do you measure this energy that you're trying to detect? And then can you elaborate on what you mean by portals? Yes. Okay. So everyone here knows what a EMF meter is, right? An EMF EMF meter detects electromagnetic energy. So there's radio waves, there's electromagnetic waves, and there are, uh, you know, radio waves, electromagnetic waves, and um, uh, EMF, EMF detection, EMF waves, electromagnetic waves. So you could detect this type of energy through an EMF detector. So if you take an EMF detector and you bring it up to a, a light switch or you bring it up to a microwave and it's on, it'll detect the electrical, electrical current and the energy surrounding that particular area. Whether it's even with a, a, a you ever use a, 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 gag, a gaga, gaga meter um, for radiation, it's the same exact way. So it detects radiation, not the EMF detector. But if you have a, 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 a machine that detects radiation, it's the same exact way. The 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 meter will detect where there's strong powers and levels of radiation. You can't see the radiation, but the machine can detect it and tell you, hey, there's an energy here. So when you see these shows on television using an EMF detector. They're trying to test for electromagnetic energies that would not be there. There's no way in the world you're going to have a teddy bear sitting on the shelf that's going to have electromagnetic energy. Why? Because there's no electricity that's running through it. Now, if you take that 
EMF detector and you hold it to that teddy bear and you're getting a 1.2 or a 2.3, there's something wrong here. That's how you know there's an entity or an energy that exists in that, in that specific item, whether it be a rock, whether it be a teddy bear, whether it be a chair, whether it be a room, whether it be a spirit walking through, you could literally see on the MF meter where how much energy is and what direction it's coming from with the meters that we have. We use unbelievable technology. So I could determine where that energy is coming from, from left, right, or sideways, left, right, left, front, or left, right, or in front of me, where that electromagnetism is coming from. So if I take my EMF meter and I put it on a chair, I say, Mary, I know you're with us tonight. Could you please light up the meter? Okay, great. And the meter lights up. That is an intelligent spirit spirit activating that meter with the energy they have, all the energy they do have to activate that, that meter in a chair that should not have absolutely no energy, surrounding an air, an, an air that should not have no electromagnetic energy. So the way you quantify your investigation is by making sure you kill all electricity in the house. You look for where those environmental factors are, like the stone, the water, the, the chemicals, the gases, the paint, wherever it might be. You get it out of your location. So what we do, we, we, we cleanse the location. We cleanse the area so this way there's no anomalies that could affect our real life investigation. And that's how you know you have something. That's the best way to detect it. There could be lines in the wall that aren't shut off. You never know. There could be, you know, like the fire lines or the, or the, the you know, pull here for emergency. Those lines can never shut off. So it can throw off your investigation. But very, very rarely, very, very rarely we walk into a room, take the EMF meter, walk around, have nothing all night, then go into a room and it goes 4.5, 3.2. You know, it's like unbelievable. I mean, that's a massive amount of energy. And normal power outlets and lines won't have that type of energy. You put it to a microwave, you know, be like, all right, 2.1, whatever it is. But when you're walking around an empty room and all the electricity is off, there's no way that there's going to be that type of energy in that room. I, I just have to follow that up before we go into portals. How do you know that the energy that you are detecting is from a non-normal energy source? How do you know that it is just not an energy spike from something that you are not detecting? Hey, it's by just doing what I just told you, by controlling the environment. <laughs> by controlling the environment. So what we do is we look out the outside and make sure if there's no natural entities there, we make sure there's no ley lines there. We're not on a ley line. We make sure that, you know, where, if there's a graveyard nearby or if there's a water source running underneath the house or what, what type of material the house is made of, what century the house was made in or, or built in there's so many things that we take into account to make sure we're getting pure unadulterated untainted evidence and when i speak to somebody i say listen can you make this light turn green can you make this light turn blue can you you know mm -hmm. touch this thing and make it go off and then it happens and then it stops and you say can you do it again and then it happens and then it stops that's how you know you have an entity in the room because electrical source will remain active. It won't shut off. It won't go back on. I mean, unless somebody's clicking on a switch and shutting it off, which they're not going to do that. I'm doing. So that's how, you know, you have something that cannot be explained. 
I don't know what type okay, of Okay, I couldn't help myself. I have a follow-up to my follow-up. Is there a reason, do you think, why when you present this type of evidence, it is rejected by the scientific community? As in why are the evidence that I've ever received has never been rejected go, by the scientific community? Nothing, I've never nothing had somebody you present look at our evidence and say, and say, Dominic, this, this, is, this is garbage. Sometimes we did have one thing that we thought was something, but it, but it wasn't. It was just an anomaly that has happened with one of our pieces of equipment. But I've never had a scientist say, you know, I mean, th that that the evidence that we select, we're we're pretty much good at detecting and knowing what we're presenting because that is our credibility. The only thing that I cherish as a life investigator is our credibility. I'm going to show you something and present something to you that cannot be explained. I need you to do your homework. And that's where I challenge people and welcome people to say, Dominic, what you just saw was a bug. What you just saw was dust. But we're so fine in our craft and we're, we're experts. We're not you know, these people on TV. We've, I've been doing this. I mean, the only people that I know have been doing this longer than me are the Warrens. Okay. I've been, I've been going, I went, I would live throughout Europe. I went to the haunted, most haunted castles. I've been through the catacombs of Rome. I've been underneath to the, to the tunnels in France. You know, I've, I've been through all that. I've seen stuff. I wish I had a camera crew following me around, but back in the 1990s, it wasn't commonplace to bring a camera with you when you went to these paranormal investigations. And plus I was by myself. So, I mean, I have crazy pictures that I've been trying to pull up tonight. I couldn't really get because my computer's having a problem, but it's unbelievable evidence. It's unbelievable documentation. I would never put something and on to present something if if my if I thought it was a, a, a fraction of not being what I thought it was. But then, that leaves open at least the notion that this is, you believe this is science and that this could be even taught in high schools one day. That's why you know when when I get asked notions of supernatural, paranormal, all of these type of concepts, I always like to ask, you know, is it your goal then to get this stuff in science textbooks? Because this is just yeah. as good as as the oh. medical, it's just as good as the cancer science right. that we know right now. It should be taught, and, and indirectly it is being taught in high schools already because people are learning about electromagnetism and how the universe works, and they are learning about black matter, and they are now more than ever looking into things that we, we couldn't understand 20, you know, just even a decade ago because we have the equipment and the technology that shows us and that opens up our eyes to another world that we never knew existed. Just like... A long time ago, back in the, let's say back in the, the 1910, you couldn't tell if somebody was lying to you. Now you have lie detectors that could tell you like 95.9% .9 of the chance if, if somebody was lying to you. You couldn't tell if some this guy raped a girl. You would never be able to tell back then. But now you have DNA evidence, machines that could tell you, hey, this guy, this is the DNA from this person. Well, just like radio, just like fossils and, and radioactive um measurements when they do the the the, the um uh what do you call that when they when they do the um carbon dating you never knew how old the earth was but now we have machines that say listen from the radioactivity since the beginning and creation of the world this fossil is 300 million years old this tooth from this from the sky is 200,000 years old and they could get it within the year 
because of the carbon, the, the, the radioactivity in the atoms that we, I mean, if I would have said this to you 40 years ago, you'd think like we're watching a Star Trek show. But through technology, technology now has the opportunity to open us up our, eye, open up our eyes to things that we couldn't see before. So that's why I say what our, through our life investigations, we literally find those things shining in the darkness. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not going to tell you what you just saw. I want you to tell me what you just saw through your, through your own interpretation. And then I want you to prove me wrong. And so far that has never happened yet. With the evidence and that we have- speaking of that, I can't tell you what of opening our eyes. I can show you. I can just what show exactly you. is a portal? Okay, a portal once again is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is an open doorway into things that we truly don't understand. There are, there are many, many types of portals. I don't believe there's just one portal. I don't believe if you use a Ouija board and then something evil comes through, you know, that that's a portal. I've seen, I've, uh, it's very, very hard, but it, it's very, very possible to detect and see where portals are. I've only seen a portal in my investigations once where I literally saw like, a, it looked like a, it literally looked like, you know what? It looked like a black hole. It looked like a black hole and I saw it as clear as day as I'm seeing you guys now. It looked like a black hole, it was swirling in this location and I've literally seen orbs coming in and out of it. I've only seen that once in my entire life and I've been doing this for a really long time, for decades. I've only seen it once, that's how I and know. And so you could see through it though. You saw you could see, another you could see. You could dimension? see right through it. It was totally transparent, but it looked like you ever blow out smoke through a cigarette. Imagine that smoke black with a with electrical electrical wheel around it, like a bluish electrical wheel, just spinning that smoke spinning, but it's totally transparent. And I saw things go back and back and forth through it. You could literally see in and out, in and out. So some some portals people say around, some are triangle, some are, I mean. Some people say and that's, that's how spirit dimensions, right? That's how spirits come through. through into our world. Just like here's another example. When you have children that that look at when you show them pictures of their grandparents, say that's grandpapa, grandpapa. Like, how did this kid know that's five years old who that person is? They never even see the person before and say, well, he was I was talking to him last night. He was that's grandpapa. That's grandpapa. Because family members do check up on you know, their loved ones. I, I know that ha I know this happens. Like when you when when children when when little babies like they point like Papa Papa like where did where this guy learn where this three year old kid learned to say Papa and why is she pointing to, to to our grandfather saying Papa because she's seen him. The the child was literally visited by your grandparents and that's and, and there are spirits that protect you just like there's guardian angels just like there's angels there's evil and there's good you have angels you have guardian angels and you have demons and you have you know whatever else you want to want to say that's out there. But, Which um, was I another question for you, when you break up spirits or when I say the word ghost, I, how many ways do you break that up? Do you not even like that word? Do you, do you, it seems like you do believe in some form of demons. Do you separate a good spirit from a demon or there? I've, it's hard for me to explain this, but I've seen demons before. I've seen demons materialize. Um, I've seen angels. I know what an angel looks like. I had many religious experiences as a child. I've literally seen them. Um, and just in their presence, it's it's a type of love and a type of protection that if you ever experienced before, yeah, it never leaves you. Just like I've been in presence of demons before. I know they're malicious. I know they're real. I know they've been there since the creation of the world. I know God exists. 
because I've seen his creations that exist. It's just when you've been doing this as long as I have, it, it just becomes, it's just second nature. I could, I learned to see things. I mean, it's hard, but my eyes have adjusted to see things that normal people don't see or can't look out for. And when what happens is when you go and turn that brief three seconds that allows you to see it using all of its energy and you literally see it, that's when I say you've been baptized into the paranormal because you will never be the same again. If I and so if you, I must confirm or if I may confirm, you do believe you have a sixth sense. I'm an empath. I've known, yeah. I've known that in my entire life. An empath is someone who could actually see different times in history, who could see spirits, who could feel things that normal people can't feel and could detect things that people really can't feel because they're not in tune with it. We've got to I jump. Don't believe, I don't believe that you can learn it. I believe you have to be born with it. I don't believe you could be learned to be an empath. It's like, it's impossible. Like you, you can't, we've got you a, can't right, go move ahead, into questions. We've got I have jump one into last Q&A question. Shortly. Go ahead. If you have one There's more no question, way you could be Superman just by lifting weights. It's never going to happen. You're either born Superman or you're not. That's the only way I can explain. And so my last question for tonight, and I enjoyed it. I'd be willing to have many more debates with you, Dominic. It has been a pleasure so far. Okay. Um, I would like to know what a Ouija board is to you. And if you think, you know, if they're useful, how useful, what's a Ouija board? I to think, you? I think Ouija board is a tool of evil. I think they shouldn't be used. I think, evil. I think that no one should use them on any investigation. I think a Ouija board is a way to open up energies that you should never open up in your entire life. I've seen Ouija boards destroy families. I've seen Ouija boards have people possessed. I think they're a tool that knowledge was given to them by, by evil to, to give them a portal to open things they shouldn't open into. I've seen people pass out by using them. I've seen tables being thrown against the wall by people using them. I can't explain to you how evil Ouija boards are. And, and, and the, the term paranormal gets a bad rap. Let me tell you why. Because when people say paranormal, they think of the cult, they think of witches, they think of satanic sacrifices. Paranormal is just dealing with energies that people don't fully understand yet and, and it can't be explained. So don't, I don't like when people say the word paranormal, like, oh my God, that's paranormal, that's the occult. You know, there's many different definitions to, 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 do, to, to, to identify things. But paranormal has been getting a bad rap by, by the church, by everybody. You know, it's just energy, that, that just things that people can't see. Like, where did the fishes and the loaves come from? That was a miracle of Christ. I totally believe in Christ. I know because I've seen angels. I know Christ exists. I have many experiences in my entire life. I know there's a heaven. I know there's a hell. I know there's a purgatory. But that is a miracle. So if you see an angel in your room, is that a miracle or is that a paranormal experience? We do have to go into the Q&A soon, given that I think it was originally the question was about uh, Ouija boards. But oh, Sorry, guys. No problem. Do want to jump into it. Want to say a couple of things, folks. First, our guests are linked in the description. So if you want to hear more or see more from our guests, you can click on those links in the description right now. And that includes if you're listening via podcast as Modern Day Debate has a podcast. We put all of our debates onto the podcast within 24 hours of the debates happening live. And we put our guest links in the description there as well. Also, last thing, very excited to let you know that tonight, 100% of the Super Chats that come in are going to Worldwide Orphans. This is an organization with a high 
rating from the Charity Watchdog, Charity Navigator. And so we're excited and want to remind you folks, there are some things that we agree on, no matter what walk of life we are from, whether you be Christian, atheist, whether you believe in ghosts or I should say spirits or not. We all agree on making the world a better place, and so thanks so much for your support tonight. For those of you who have put already into the Q&A, support for that cause. And so this first one, by the way, we always put the receipt on our social tab in YouTube in case you want to see the donation receipt. And so Surgeon General, thanks so much for your first comment. says, thanks for providing these great debates. Thanks for your support, Surgeon General. Seriously, it means a lot. And Alan Bupree says, Dominic, why do paranormal investigators use a small portable microphone for EVP sessions? Why can't we hear it on the camera's microphone as well? Okay. All right. Let me explain that. Let me explain that. And that's a great question. Just like there's visionary, just like there's a spectrum of light that you can and cannot see, like a dog whistle. If I take a dog whistle and I blow it as hard as I can, you will never hear it. There are different frequencies that we can hear and that we can't hear. And when a spirit speaks, it's on another frequency that, that's not, that we can't hear. But the, the microphones are so sensitive because they have a, a larger spectrum of, let's say, hearing or recording that we could pick that up. Just like what I just showed you on, on the spirits we've captured through um, our, um, our cameras. You know, we can't see what the cameras could see because it's, you know, it's, it's, and it's on a different spectrum. Just like it's the same thing with, with hearing. Um, take you that dog it. whistle, you blow dog freaks out you're like why is he freaking out i can't even i can't hear it. why is what is he hearing everything has different frequencies the gotcha. universe the universe has is there's tons of energy and everything vibrates at a different level of energy in the universe and, and, and every, sometimes there's different levels of hearing and then seeing that's on a different spectrum than us you got Great it question. and this one coming in from zagros ozcan thanks so much says dominic video of your buddy let's see being fine one moment and then profusely bleeding right after it or it didn't happen. Uh, they're asking for video of the f the footage that you said of your friend who uh, got I that video footage. It happened, like I said, it happened not too long ago. Uh, that hasn't been posted on 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 the site yet. I was looking at it. It is on our website. Um, for some reason, I cannot find it just yet. I have been looking for it. Um, I could either send it to you guys later on, but it, it it is on our website. I was trying to find the pictures in the video, but I know the video is is there. We've been working on it because that's our last investigation we did. Um, that hasn't been uploaded yet, but we do have the pictures and I will, I will try to get them to you as when I can. Gotcha. And this one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Bubblegum gun says, Amy, if you want the fact proven, you have to do the experiment yourself. Go ahead and test it. I dare you to take wiss on the grave. I don't know what that means, but Zagros Azkan also says Dominic sees, let's see. They said, does Dominic watch the show supernatural? Is that, is that a show? I don't, I'm behind on shows. I think Supernatural shows. is a show on TV. I don't watch TV. I have enough things that I'm trying to see and when producing. I, I really don't watch Supernatural. I know it's a, a show on television. I know there's actors and stuff. Um, some of my favorite movies are Lord of the Rings and stuff like that just because I love that type of thing. But I don't watch the paranormal shows or, or, that are out there um, because, quite frankly, I, I just, you know, you got I it? think that's entertainment gotcha. and what we do is not entertainment. Gotcha. And, then and I want to go on record saying the Winchester brothers, the two main characters of the show, are really hot. So, all right, we can continue. I don't know who the Winchester brothers are. 
This one coming in <laughs> from ghosts and other this one coming in from Discovering Ancient History says, Donating to a great charity, I just wanted to give a shout out to Amy, her channel, and one of the awesome shows, Talk Skeptic, to me. And reminder, oh, both of our guests, that's... Dominic and Amy, are linked in the description. Alan Bupree says, Dominic, what sort of evidence do you think it would take to prove the existence of ghosts? That's a great question. I think we've been working on that, and there are a lot of other people who have been working on that. I hope some of the evidence we share with you tonight prove the evidence that we do have. I mean, you could literally go to our website or go to uh, Universal Paranormal on YouTube. We posted all the all of our major evidence that we've collected. We're getting more in every day. We do investigations constantly. Um, we do have some unbelievable pictures that we have that I would um, that you could go to the website and check out and see. Um, but I, I I mean, with all the evidence and even with the shows that you watch on TV. We know there's something there. We know ghosts exist. I mean, we've known ghosts exist since the Egyptian times. Even before that, Native American Indians know that ghosts exist. The Bible, you want to go back 5,000 years. The New Testament, the Old Testament, we know that angels exist. We know that, you know, the, the archangels exist. You know, we know that there was a huge battle in heaven. There are demons. There just, are angels. I mean, just exist. to go to the, uh, let's see, what was the original question? Sorry, but just to keep us on track. Just the because original we... question was... What was it going to take to prove that ghosts exist? Okay, just because we have so many we... questions, it, it's important now. We, if if just to be short and pithy, I what the original question? What sort of evidence do you think it would take to prove the existence of ghosts? I think we proved that. I think throughout the ages, only but the evidence that we prove now clearly shows that there are things out there. There are ghosts out there. Gotcha. Thank you very much. Snake was right. Says Dominic. We got that one. Zagros Ozken says, Dominic, please specify which wavelength ranges specifically are you looking at for various phantasms? Be specific. For example, to see a ghost, do you need 700 nanometer or 300 nanometer or one millimeter for ghouls? <laughs> um, I don't know the exact numbers on that. I'd have to check my equipment. I don't have that actually with me right now. Um, it's just, just, we, we make sure that with the equipment that we have has the full spectrum of everything that we need in order to, to find out what it is. Um, I don't know the exact numbers offhand. Um, yeah, I mean, we let our equipment do the work for us, but, um, even with a old Polaroids, you could caps captured images of spirits. So, um, it, it just, it depends on what type of equipment you have and how lucky you are. You know, you could have the best equipment for the full spectrum on everything and not capture anything. I mean, it's really the luck of the draw to capture stuff it's really hard i mean when when people do it. investigations it usually takes about six hours of investigations to get five minutes of good um evidence you got it and zagros Oskan says energy is the ability to do work if we want to define it and says dominic do you agree with this definition i think that's a real layman's way of explaining energy you know as far as work is concerned I think, once again, energy, we're still learning about what energy is and how it transforms into different things. Um, we are constantly surrounded by energy. We're made of energy. So I think we have a lot more discovery um, that needs to be done on exactly what energy is in relation to ourselves and the universe. Gotcha. I think that's I, – I, I'm no expert in physics, so, but to be fair to Zagros, I think that's kind of like the standard. I don't know if it's as much of a layman as uh... – Maybe the layman knows a lot about physics. I think it's like kind of the standard definition from physics. But but I think you're saying it's nonetheless not 
able to capture the the kind of breadth of what potentially could you're, ex you're exactly right james there's no way we could understand the energies that are currently surrounding us we're still science is still trying to explain you know dark matter and everything else so i think there's a ton more a, a ton more energy than what we're what we're what we currently understand i mean we've only been on how, how long have humans been here for like 250 million years probably um i mean we're just learning now the industrial revolution was what you know 60 or 70 years ago i mean we're still we're learning we're still learning about ourselves in the universe you it's got going it to be in. a long time before we have the technology to figure out all the types of energy that are out there. Zagros responds, says, there's no such thing as a full-spectrum camera. I don't there remember. There are full-spectrum cameras, just there are. VMX there, says, there. says, thanks to the speakers, thanks to James for moderating and hosting. Glad today goes to a good cause. And what does an EMF detector detect? It detects the amount of energy in, in an area, whether it be radio, radio waves, uh, electromagnetism, or even like with uh, Geiger meters, some Geiger meters can detect, can detect radiation. So it detects the amount of electromag electromagnetic um, energy in, 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 in an area. You got it. And this one from Joel Schwartz says, for both, what is your scariest encounter with a ghost? And Amy, do you, is there an experience that you had that was scary that you thought was a ghost ever? We'll, uh, we'll sure. start with Amy. So I have never had an encounter with what I would call a ghost. I've had all sorts of creepy phenomena. And probably within the past five or ten years, when something goes bump in the night and I get a little bit spooked, I have leaned into a skeptic mentality and I've tried to work it out and uh, either figure out what's going on or try to think uh, what it could be. But I've never actually had something that has pushed me to believe in a non-natural event. Open to it, though. Totally open-minded. Gotcha. And then, Dominic, most scary experience that you've had. Oh, my God. Um... That's a great question. Um, in order in order to answer that question, you have to understand that there are many things out there that are unexplainable. I ran face to face with a with a uh, a full um, with a ghost once, um, and it was just unbelievable. I turned around. I was in a castle. I wasn't paying attention. I was just watching the equipment, watching where I was walking. And I turned around, and there was a full. Full, full entity standing in front of me, looking right in my eyes, as if I—I I mean, this, out of, out of something out like, like I hate to use this term, something like out of Hollywood. I mean, it's just—I I couldn't speak, I couldn't talk. Um, I was just flabbergasted by what I saw, and and I mean, just every single investigation always brings—you always see something different and more exciting and more, not scary, but more intriguing than the last investigation. So. I mean, there's so many things that I've seen. It's just, you got that would it. probably be the, I mean, if you want to talk scary, I wasn't, I think it was scary, not because I didn't understand what it was, but just, I wasn't expecting it. I turned around, I was staring right in front of, I was like, it was unbelievable. You got it. And Hannah Anderson says, do your religious beliefs influence your paranormal beliefs? Well, seeing that I, I've seen demons, I've seen angels before, um, it's a very fine line. You can't say paranormal. I would say, I, yes, they do. 
to answer that question, yes, they do. Because in order to understand the spirit world, I think you have to accept religion in some sense. Um, I'm a Catholic. Hmm. I know that Christ exists. I know that Mary exists. I know there is a heaven and hell. Like I said before, I know it's a purgatory. I know there was a war in heaven a long time ago um, that separated. You know, one third of the angels descended from um, from heaven to to earth and created you know hell, whatever you want to call it, evil or whatever. So, you got there's it. There's a there, yes, I do. It, 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 everything I do is about religion and my faith. You got it. And Baron von G says, "Yep, there is evidence for ghosts." Let's see. Um... Actually, if I could just say, I also have not a bias, I would say, but I'm also looking for a validation of something like an afterlife a lot of times when we are looking for spiritual events, because I believe that the concept is often tied. Now, it could be also separated, I think. you. I believe you could prove to me that there are spirits or some sort of religious entity um, without having some sort of Abrahamic God, I'm just really looking for empirical evidence. And I think it's all, doesn't matter if it's, we're talking about our religious views or if we are talking about ghosts and spirits and demons. To me, it is all rooted in skepticism and really how we know what we know to begin with. You got it. And this one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Zagros Ozcan says, Dominic, would you take a lie detector test? If yes, we want to see it. It would at least show us that you for sure believe what you are saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tomorrow. You got it. And Darren Nichols, let's see, said message deleted. I don't know what it was that was deleted, but do want to remind you folks, we want quality questions. So if there's any sort of like insults to the guests, which I don't know for sure if that's what it was, who knows what it was. I do want to remind you folks, the Q&A, we want it to be a, a high quality Q&A. People, for, for example, who are listening on the podcast, and if they just hear some sort of like question, well, comment that just insults somebody, like it's not very intellectually stimulating. We want to encourage you, like I said, Darren, I'm not trying to say that's what you did. I don't know what your message said. It just shows it was deleted. Dave Rogers, thanks for your question, says, did you see these scratches appear from nowhere? Aren't you just assuming they're supernatural? Does the lack of an explanation mean that it has to be supernatural? I think in the, in the realm of supernatural is concerned, it's just based upon your definition. Just because we consider something supernatural, it's because we're basing it off our own understanding. But, I mean, these things may seem supernatural to us now, but they probably existed for thousands and thousands of years. We're just you know, investigating it now and we're opening to it now. Um, like, like I said, with the Indians a long time ago, even the Egyptians, they all believed in spirits, they all believed in angels. Um, the supernatural is so, that, that term is just so wide, wide. I mean, you know, it's just, the, what I've seen, I've seen in, 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 in apparition form, I've seen in spiritual form, um, but supernatural is a, is, a, is, a, is a very big word and can encompass a lot of things. You got it. This one coming in from Baron Von G says, how are the pyramids evidence of ghosts? Buildings are evidence of ghosts? Come on. It's just engineering. I don't know if you said that. Did you say anything about the pyramids being evidence for ghosts? Buildings are evidence of ghosts? Because ghosts don't actually hang out in buildings. The most, actually the most, most evidence you'll probably ever get is either at a cemetery or an open field. Or in even in Romania, where you have Vlad Dracula, where millions of things happen, 
um, out in the fields and out in, even in the Civil War. You won't even talk about the Civil War, the emotion and, and, and uh, the events that happened during the Civil War, the Battle of Gettysburg. I mean, that's why they don't even allow people to walk at Gettysburg Field at night because of all the things that happened there at Gettysburg at nighttime. I mean, most of the evidence you're going to get is going to be actually be outside, not in the building. Gotcha. And this one coming in from Zagros Oskan says, James, can you arrange for Professor Dave, Dave Farina, to debate Dominic, please? We can certainly ask him. And Zagros Oskan also says, three in a row, awesome. radio waves are electromagnetic waves, and radiation is also electromagnetic waves, and you would need a zero Gauss chamber for that. No, they're, 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 no, you could detect radiation in anything. I mean, you don't need a, a Gauss chamber for that. I mean, like they detect bones and everything else in a, in a, in a, in a, a chamber that they use when, when they put it, when they, when they detect radiation of objects that they want to carbon date. But out in the field, out in the open field, you could detect radiation. You could detect uh, electromagnetism. It's in everything that we use. It's, it's out just like the air. There's electro, you could detect that in, anywhere. You got it. And this question coming in from, do appreciate it. Jazz Foodie says, if ghosts are like electromagnetic energy and a house is totally haunted or a poltergeist, etc., wouldn't an EMP set off in it be setting off in it be the best house cleansing? No, the, no. The, the EMF detector will just detect if there's energy there. There's a whole new, there's a whole new different things that you have to do to cleanse a house. Um, just because you shut off the electromagnetic energy doesn't mean that the spirit's not going to have its own energy that it actually um, has naturally. You know, uh, like I said, you can't destroy energy, but when you have a spirit, you know, it comes with its own and it has its own energy. Um, it just feeds off that energy to make it stronger, to do things or to, or to move things around. Uh, just like a poltergeist, uh, uh, you know, a poltergeist is just massive waves of energy that actually could be a, could be a spirit, could not be a spirit, could just be, you know, an anomaly that's creating havoc, like, like, you got a it. spirit or a gimp or an unsettled spirit. For sure. And then Zagros Ozkan says, electromagnetism is not energy. Electromagnetic waves are means by which energy is transferred. Dom, what are your thoughts? Electromagnetism is, is a form of energy, just like radio waves are a form of energy. Everything, everything basically encompasses, you cannot, nothing can exist without energy. Everything, there's energy in every in, in, inanimate object. There's energy in everything that you see. There's energy inside yourself. Your body is literally made up of millions and millions of electro, 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 electric impulses. Um, gotcha. There's, 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 I mean, there's energy everywhere. It's, just, it's everywhere. Lacey Ann says, how does a ghost produce extra energy to activate the device? Why doesn't the device respond to energy that must already be there for the ghost to answer in the first place? Well, that's a great question. Like I said, ghosts have their own energy. And they feed off the energy that's around it. If you're scared, if you're nervous, if you scream or anything like that, they could feed off your energy, which gives them more energy to manipulate objects that we put out there for them. <clears throat> you got so, it. So, I mean, that's, that's basically how it works. They, they do have their they, they are an energy source. They are energy. You got it. And thank you very much for this question. This one coming in from Baron Von G says, Dominic, what is the ghost of Moses doing? I, I suppose, I think you said earlier, though, you don't think everybody has a ghost after they die. What are your thoughts? Well, I know Moses exists in spirit form somewhere, but he's definitely not hanging around here. <laughs> gotcha. And Zagros Ozkan says, try getting Randy's 1 million if you have powers. I think they're talking about James, uh, is it James Randy? I can't remember. 
But, yeah, so James I, Randi used to run an organization. He used to have a prize that if you could prove to his satisfaction that the paranormal existed, he would give you $1 million. And the organization may still be uh, hanging the prize around. And love to James Randi. Barney Von G, thanks for your question, says for both, let's see, what is H-I-T-L-E-R-S? ghost doing right now and but again i think dom i don't i think you had said that you don't think everybody has a ghost that's wandering the earth yeah like like where's the ghost of elvis i mean certain people just go off and they go into their eternity and that's it they're gone you know i mean that's it they just they just go off and they that's it you got it and zagro says there's no such thing as full spectrum camera he's really he's really he wants to be sure that you heard that. So yeah, <laughs> maybe that's a debate topic. Just, just go on Amazon and look up full spectrum camera. You'll get about a million hits. Zagros Ozkan, thanks for your super chat. Says no such thing as spam when money goes to charity. And we do appreciate that, folks. All of your support Ooh. of Worldwide Orphans is we're excited to give to this important cause. And Zagros Ozkan also says EMF means electromotive force. It could be electromotive, electromagnetic. I mean, it, I mean, you could have different, um, but that's what it means. Electromagnetic field. It means EMF is electromagnetic field. You got it. And Allison McGlone says, can I get a list of your equipment and access to your raw footage, not what's up on YouTube? That is our raw footage. But yes, we have a list of all of our equipment on our website. Just go to home about us and equipment. It's all listed right there. Everything that we use. You on got Universalparanormal.com. You got it, and thank you very much for yours. Lucas says, Dominic, how do you explain that there is no scientific paper about an experiment for detecting ghosts? While we have plenty of other phenomena barely detectable, like particles that we have scientific papers about. Uh, uh, there, are, there are millions of reports on ghosts. Just go online and look up reports on ghosts and the scientific discoveries and how people have investigated or how people have proven the fact that there are ghosts and our spirits is about you'll be in that you'll be in that 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 uh that documentation for a very long time you got it and thank you very much for your question this one coming in from jazz foodie says is there a haunted or poltergeist house and ghosts are electromagnetic energy uh, i could have sworn we already read that one let's see i think yeah we did then this one coming in from zagros ozcan says dom can you post a link to this full spectrum camera please let's see I, I'll look for one on Amazon and see if I can put it in the chat. But in the meantime, Roger Shrum says, Dominic, is there always ghosts in or at every time you film or investigate? No. Okay. No. And actually, some locations we've been, we've been there all night. We stay there for six or eight hours. We don't capture anything, not even EMFs. You have to understand. Um, I'm sorry, EVPs, not even EVPs, because, you know, when you go to a location, it's not like you're filming like a, a, a video. It's not like Hollywood where the ghosts are not on cue. It'll be like, okay, we're filming now. Everybody jump in the front of the camera. It doesn't work that way. We've been on many investigations where people have been pushed, scratched. I mean, things have been flown across the room, and then we get there, and nothing happens. I mean, it. ghosts are temperamental. That just like, you know, if you, if like somebody could live in a haunted house for 50 years and nothing happens, somebody else moves in, and the whole place goes nuts. Because this is the way it is. It's the luck of the draw. It's very hard to find evidence. Very, That's, very hard to find good evidence. Pardon my interruption. That is so interesting because I've wondered, 
like if a person goes to sleep in an allegedly haunted place, right. like is it a guarantee? But so you're saying, I mean, that's okay. So you're saying because they are t- like you're saying they're temperamental. If a person went to a haunted place and they slept I, there for one night, they might not experience something, even though the place like, is still haunted. Like, you're saying. Like, James, like, I, I don't know. It, it happens so many times when we go to a location. Like, I'm telling you our house is haunted. We have this problem. I see evidence. They show me evidence. We get there. We're there for three days. We get nothing. We get no EVPs. We, we don't see anything. Nothing gets detected. We take still shots. We take pictures. We get nothing. 364 degree, the 360 degree cameras, we get nothing. We leave. They, they, they call us back up. Say, when you left, blah, 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 blah. Some people, like I said, can live in a house for five years and be like, this house is not haunted. The next person moves in, whatever it is, whatever energy is there, whatever energy that person has, they get attacked. Things go crazy. The whole house blows up. I mean, it's crazy. And I have no answer for that. Interesting. This one from Roger. Oh, and Roger also said, Amy, I love your show. Oh, thank you so very much. Sending love right back to you, Roger. So many hearts. Like <laughs> so many I, hearts. I love you, Amy. I'm just teasing you. That's what Zagros Ozkan <laughs> says. You need a zero gauss chamber to isolate the environment from unwanted noise. Also, ghosts violate the second law of thermodynamics. Mic drop. That's what they said. Um. I don't know any laws that are that any ghosts or spirits that are subject to the laws of the universe. They do what they want. If you've ever been on a real investigation, you'll know that they're the no holds barred. They'll do whatever they want, when they want, and how they want to do it, um, including messing up your equipment and, and scaring the daylights out of you when they think it's necessary, um, if they think you're treading on their grounds. There are no one-word answers to that. Um, it, I mean, it's just there's so many factors that happen on an investigation, they determine what they want to do, just like you determine that what you want to do. If they want to appear, they want to show that they exist. They want to, they want to give evidence or throw anything or make a sound or something, or give us some really nice EVPs. You never know what's going to happen. There's no set category in stone that says they have to do this or you have to do that. It just, it just doesn't exist. That way. It doesn't work that way. You got it. And the last one for the night from Allison McLone. Thanks so much. Says YouTube footage is not raw footage. I want the footage that directly came off the camera before any additional compression or other changes. So they're saying like as the most primary YouTube. form of it possible. They, they're they wondering the if maybe video, if you... The YouTube videos are exactly what came off our cameras. We, we, we take the video and we download it right to YouTube. So this way you guys could see it. That is the raw footage. It hasn't been edited or, 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 or messed up in any way. You got it. And although, yeah, so it's fascinating i i do i think the trick there too is well i don't want to jump in i'll i'll remain neutral but i i do want to say uh you might be surprised what i would have said though but i do want to say we do appreciate everybody out there we want to say thank you for tuning in we want to say thank you so much to our guests amy and dom it's been a true pleasure to have you it's been a juicy new topic that we've never gotten to have and so we really do appreciate you guys it's it's been a true pleasure was fun all don't forget to like and subscribe thanks for your support amy and our guests are linked in the description. You can check them out there to hear more. And Zagros has one last question. He snuck it in. He says, if Dom thinks the cameras on Amazon that are advertised to be full-spectrum cameras are full-spectrum, then I don't know if there's a clear 
you could say agreement on what full spectrum means. Can your, and they say, uh, I don't know if these technical terms, uh, oh, they said, can your full spectrum camera detect gamma rays, Dom? You, uh, gamma rays are waves that come from space. Gamma rays are, come from space. Um, I, I, I don't know the answer to that question. I'd actually have to look that up. I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a, a full spectrum. Um, it's just uh, wavelengths that are that just different wavelengths that are naturally sensitive. Gamma rays are wavelengths, but it's, I don't think that a, the, a spectrum camera that you would buy at the store would pick up gamma rays. I mean, you need scientific equipment. You need like stuff like the NASA has. You're not going to get that on Amazon, <laughs> in my opinion. You got it. And want to say thank you very much. It's been a true pleasure. And thanks so much, everybody, for supporting the cause of Worldwide Orphans. Their rating from the charity Watchdog, namely Charity Navigator, is in the description. Whenever we do give through a charity stream, we always make sure that they have a solid rating by a charity watchdog as we really do want to make sure that the donations go to a good and responsible organization that's using it for what they say they will. So want to say thanks, everybody. We, I will be right back in just a moment to let you know about upcoming debates. So stick around for that. And that includes, as I mentioned, whether or not the moon landing was a hoax. My dear friends, you don't want to miss this one, which you see at the bottom left of your screen. So if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button and I'll be back in just a moment.
Ladies and gentlemen, really excited. Let me just fix my picture here. Very embarrassing. This is the uh, full zoomed in picture of my eyes. But want to say, we are so pumped. First, that was about $100 raised for orphans across the globe tonight. So want to say thanks so much for joining us in that, you could say, vision of doing this good cause or kind of, you could say, raising funds for this good cause. That's super encouraging. And so thank you so much, folks. We really are excited about that. And that's something that, again, no matter what walk of life you are from, that's something I would say we all agree on, whether you be Christian, atheist, Muslim, you name it. I think we'd all agree on several things. In particular, we want to make the world a better place. There are many more people out there who have Many more, in fact, even children in a lot of cases who are in far harder circumstances than us. And so our goal is we want to make the world a better place. That's something we all agree on. It's a deep value that we all hold across boundaries, across people groups, as well as we all want a neutral platform so that everybody can make their case on a level playing field. So we really do want to be as fair as possible for our guests and for everybody to be able to make their case. And so that's something we all value together, whether it be Christian, atheist, agnostic, you name it, we are excited to fulfill that vision. And I can tell you, my dear friends, we are excited about the future. We have a lot of epic stuff coming up. In particular, keep an eye out. We've got another juicy debate. If you haven't seen it on our homepage, uh, the YouTube homepage, namely a debate between David Wood and... Daniel Hikachu on religion and violence. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be an epic one. We highly encourage you to tune in for that one. It's going to be a juicy one to be sure. But want to say hi to you in the old chat and say thanks for hanging out with us. Glad to have you be with us. Thanks, Andrew Hampson, for being with us, as well as Spicy Roads and Time Lord. And Brooke Chavez, thanks for your kind words. So smash that like button to help support Modern Day Debate. Thanks for your kind words. That really does mean a lot, Brooke. Seriously. And Brooke says thanks to the guest speakers and to James. Thanks. Seriously. It means a lot. And Zagros Ozcan, thanks for coming by. Oh, he says, how can I join the Discord? Let me tell you, I am excited that we do have a Discord Larry Letts has done a fantastic job of taking the lead there, and other moderators have done a fantastic job as well, but especially Larry has really put in so much time and effort to make the Discord awesome. And so I do want to share that link with you and also say thanks to Larry, as we're pumped that our Discord has been growing. And like I said, I got to warn you, I don't know how to use Discord. I'm an old boomer. So I, I... I can't guarantee that I'll be in there, but I know that it is, it's been, I've just gotten nothing but positive feedback about how awesome it is. And so I really do want to say I, we appreciate that and we hope everybody does enjoy it. Ash or G, thanks for coming by. And I just pinned our link to the Discord. That's at the top of the chat right now as a pinned comment. Ruthless Gaming, good to see you, as well as Andrew Hampson and Ed Luckenbill, as well as PJC, Nat, and Frank. Thanks for coming by. Frank says, James is wearing shorts and flip-flops. I would. I am wearing basketball shorts. I think I've told you that's like my default, but I, uh, I'm not wearing flip-flops. I've, I've got my shoes off, though. Very comfortable. And so, Interspecies talking smack says, says, I think James is actually a ghost, so he's proved Dominic was right. 
Oh, snap. Is that about my pale complexion, intraspecies? How dare you? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I've, I've been tanning for, like, months. You guys can't tell. You can't know the difference. I'm not really tanning. But Matt Klein, pumped to see you as well. And Jacko Juhani, thanks for dropping in, as well as Hinkershill Angrasool. Am I pronouncing it right? Let me know. And the old Twitch chat, I want to say hi to you there. I saw it. It was, like, pretty lively in the Twitch chat tonight. Good to see you, the Elbow Lord, as well as Holy Squirrel 777 and Tapatzel. Thanks for being with us in the Twitch chat. And Tapatzel, I can, I know I say it all the time, I just can't get over it. I love the logo. Doesn't the logo look beautiful? Tapatzel has helped us make it look epic. And I we, we're gonna have to we're gonna work on a new not not to replace the current one. We're going to work on an additional logo for a unique event. I'll just say that. I, we haven't announced it yet. I'm going to share more details about it. I've shared with some of our peeps, like the mods and things. I've kind of hinted at the idea, but believe me, we've got something big in store for the new year. But we, in which case it might, you know, we might be able to use more help on a new, more I should say, additional logo for this special event. But Jank Jammer, good to see you there. And good to see you, Surgeon General 777, as well as Fatim, Fatim T, Agst. Thanks for coming by. Glad you were with us. I see you there in the old Twitch chat as well as Jank Jammer. Thanks for coming by. Always fun, you guys. You guys make it fun. I enjoy just being here. It's seriously a blast for me. Like this is one of my more enjoyable things. And I, man, it's. I know that it's been busy lately. It's been like I've. Uh, we don't have as many streams. The trick is, it's right now. I, I think I've told you guys a billion times. So sorry if you've heard this a trillion times. I'm working right now on. Basically, a comprehensive exam for my program, which is basically so in order for me to get the PhD, this is like the second biggest milestone. The, the biggest one, the dissertation is right after, but this one is gigantic. It's basically to it's the test of whether or not I'm an expert in the field. And I've been just working so hard at it. And whew, I just can't take any chances with this. I'm working really hard. So I haven't been able to do as many streams, which is why I've missed you guys. I miss you. Ruthless Gaming, I missed you. Thanks so much for being with us, as well as in Hacks and Coffee Troll. Missed you. Got nothing but love for you. Says, good thing your background is dark, James. Otherwise, you would. how would we even see you? That's so true. I mean, I know that you're looking at me. You say, oh... He must tan. He must spray tan. Interspecies talking smacks is not your complexion. You're just spooky. I think you're projecting interspecies. I, I think it must be that you know that you, you're a spooky person yourself. And now you're just you're pushing it on other people to kind of feel more reassured about not being spooky yourself. I mean, nobody has spooked me as much. I get calls at the middle of the night from interspecies. Just, you know, two or three in the morning. I'm like, this is spooky. You can't do this. But, I mean, you know, some people, they just they just don't listen but John Howe, good to see you. And Frank, glad you are here. Says, me too, James. Think I have two Discord accounts and can't remember the passwords. Man, I know. Discord, it's just like Twitter. When I first learned Twitter, I'm still learning Twitter. Sometimes I like accidentally tweet to myself and it's just, it's brutal out there. But be truthful. Good to see you. Davos Holdos, glad you're with us. Says, <laughs> not reading that. Lud Tornado says, Twitch chat. Yeah, we are. I am seriously pumped that people are uh, people have an alternative in the Twitch chat. It's a little bit more quiet, a little bit less brutal compared to the, the YouTube chat. And so that's cool. My name, last name, glad to have you. And Zach Rose, 
Thanks for your support of the cause tonight. We are excited about that. And then Ruthless Gaming says, I just saw a ghost behind James. You know, I mean, it's a juicy topic. I, I love this because not only is it new, but I loved because it's true. We have a lot of topics that, you know, I mean, flat earth, sometimes we have it once a week, right? Sometimes even maybe, and it's pretty rare, like twice a week, but you know, it's a lot. And people are like, hey, I want something new. And who can blame them? So we are excited about this topic. And Monday, I don't know if you saw it, it was a brand new political topic, right-leaning populism versus left-leaning populism. If you've seen it, is but you guys, I have, to, I have to tell you something. Let me show you this. I'm just so excited, you guys. Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to pull it up because otherwise it actually might, it, sometimes the stream struggles if I have too much stuff going on. But I am excited that I just checked in today on our podcast statistics. It's so exciting that people have found it useful because I, I told you, I was like, I'm uploading the podcast and I'm like, are people listening to this? And for the first month, I, was even, I wasn't even sure if I would keep doing it, but I'm so excited. You guys, if you haven't yet, if maybe you've never done it, you're like, James, what podcast are you talking about? Let me show you this. My dear friends, we have a podcast. If you pull up your favorite podcast app right now. So I just opened Podcast Addict. I'm a boomer. I use Podcast Addict. Just like my boy Oliver Catwell. I saw you there in chat, buddy. I hope you're doing well. I miss talking to you. It's been a long time. Let's let's talk soon. So seriously, I hope you're doing well, Oliver. I, one of my favorite peeps. And so long story short, Modern Day Debate does have a podcast, and I have to show you this. You can see, there's our, look at the little, the based and red-pilled logo as my dearest friend, let's see, interspecies, who, like you can see in the top right there, this is the zoomed-in version. Uh, you can see there's Modern Day Debate, and I'm so excited, though, that we have an average of 2,000 downloads per episode now that's huge i mean within a year you guys that is like i'm just so happy people well one that like i said i i almost stopped uploading after the first month because i was like is anybody ever going to use this but anyway apparently people have, have found it useful and so that's encouraging so i do i'm telling you you have to check that out it is i'm encouraged i'm pumped up modern day debate the podcast is uh it's been bob tells me he goes to the beach he's wearing a speedo and I, I, I forgot, I, I said I'm not going to talk about Bob at the beach in his Speedo anymore because now he always brings it up to me, his Speedo. And I'm like, no, Bob, it was a joke. Please, no. Okay. But Bob says he goes to the beach in basically, and he doesn't wear, he, it's the, he wears a snowsuit at the beach. He's fully covered. And he, wear, he says, though, he's listened to Modern Day Debate while catching some rays at the beach down there in Florida. And I'm, I'm jealous. I wish I lived in Florida. I'm happy. I'm thankful I live here in Colorado. It's good. But at the same time, I'm really, I, I always have loved Florida. But in Hacks says, hi, James. Glad you made it in Hacks, as well as Andrew Hampson. Thanks for your kind words, Andrew. Your support seriously means a lot. Thanks for your kind words. That really does mean a lot. And then Interspecies says, slander. You're so totally false. Interspecies says, even if you were pale, you're allowed to be because you're so unusually handsome. Okay, well, thank you, interspecies. You don't have to say that, but I mean, thank you. It says, I can't be pale or else people call me protein deficient, so I have to make sure I'm orange at all times. I didn't even know you were orange. But And then Spicy Road says, James is so clean he feels guilty drinking chocolate milk. 
Chocolate milk is one of my favorites. And now that you mentioned that, I'm like, yeah, I haven't bought chocolate milk in a long time. I might have to do that. So I'm glad you did say that. And then Zagros Ozcan says, my pleasure, James. Thank you. And yeah, we will. We always post the, we always post the receipt for our donation to the charity. And well, what we used to do is I'd just say, hey, you can email me. And I actually had one person took me up on it and they asked me for a receipt from like a year ago. They're like, hey, I know for this debate, you said you'd give it all to charity. Do you have the receipt? And it took me like a half hour to find the receipt in the emails because it was, you know, when you, you give the donation, they'll send you an email like, thanks for your donation. But I found it and I was like, here you go. But anyway, we now put it in a Google Drive. And so I'll share that Google Drive link in the description or not the description the youtube social tab so if you if you go to like our youtube channel i don't know if you've noticed this you know go you go to a youtube channel and you've got like the home tab and then you've got like the about tab which is usually where you can find people's email for example and then you've got the what is it oh community tab not socialization um, that's a boomer thing but Let's see. And then that's where I'll, I'll share the link, though, for the Google Drive folder, which will have the receipt inside of it. And I'll put the whole receipt, like the PDF of the email. So John Edwards says, cool logo. Thanks for your positivity, John. I like that. I like it a lot. Seriously. And Spicy Rose says, James is a little hairy for Speedos. Okay. I'm actually not that hairy. But anyway, Oliver Catwell says, damn Muppet Fingers. I've said darn Muppet fingers. Wait, mine? I, now you guys, I'm just like, I'm so self-conscious about my fingers. Not really. But look at, have you seen those hands? Big, beautiful hands. But let's see. La Tornado, good to see you. And Haxed, good to see you. I like that new avatar in Haxed. That looks pretty based in Red Pilled. Coffee Trolls is James tweets to himself. I love this guy. Yeah, I'm always figuring that out. It's, a, it's a, you know, tweeting and things like that. But Nav says, great to see you. Talking to my boy, I I don't know. In hacks, I don't know. If, am I? Is it fair to say you, my boy? Are you like? Because if you don't identify as a, a boy or male, because I mean, I you know, we all go by boy in like my boy, my boy Bob. But you may not go as a male, so let me know because I don't want to call him a boy. But Banana Joe, good to see you. Says I take it no real ghosts were actually presented. Only crap. Let's see. Juicy take. I mean, I can't answer myself because I have to remain neutral. But Matt, Matt Klein, good to see you, says James. Says, who else has hair parted that perfectly? Thank you. Thank you for that, Matt. That means a lot. I appreciate that. Interspecies says, I did call you handsome. <laughs> you just can't win, Interspecies. So glad. Let's see. Ruthless Gaming says, Orange Man, bad posting a picture of a, a carrot. I was like, it might be orange woman bad now because interspecies says that I never even knew interspecies. That's so funny. But <clears throat> I laughed at a, a, the office clip the other day because speaking of interspecies, well, here, I want to mention Surgeon General, thanks for posting the Discord link. I'm going to pin that to the top of the chat. And just so you guys know, we do have that based and red pill Discord. As my boy Oliver would say, based in red pilled to the max. But in hack says, uh, thanks. It's a representation of subatomic quarks. I'm a boy. It's fine. You're my boy. And hacks and Ed luck and bill. Good to see you as well as Oliver Catwalls, who says, James, it is I who, the, who has the Muppet fingers and can't type on my phone. You seem to have normal fingers. Thank you. I'm not really, that, <laughs> I'm not really that self-conscious about my fingers. <laughs> They're okay. Look at these there. You could see them in the close up. where, let me, there it is. Okay. See, 
I mean, they're long. I'll, I'll give you that. But Hinkershill Ingersoll. Ingersoll. My boy. That's right. Be truthful. Glad you're here. Heat Shield. Good to see you there. And then Abdullah Sheriff. Glad you came by. Let's see. Ed Luck and Bill. Take the glasses off. Good night. Take the ghost glasses off. Is that like the new slang that people are using for this? Interspecies? Is that what you youngsters are now like you're saying it like our glasses? Uh, do you guys call them? What's the word I'm looking for? Darn it. I lost it. Did you say ghost glasses? Is that like the, okay. So anyway, Ed Luckinville says night James funny after show. Thanks for your kind words, Ed. It's always a good time. And, but yeah, I'm pumped. I've got to tell you guys, we have something planned for January that seriously will knock your socks off. It will be so gigantic, so epic. We are anticipating big, big stuff. So you don't want to miss that. Believe me, join us while we are small, my friends. We have a big vision. We are going to do very big things here on Modern on YouTube with Modern Day Debate growing as it is. We are pumped for it. We really are. And I've got to tell you, Join us while we are small at 56,000 subscribers because we absolutely have aspirations of, by the end of the year, 60,000 at least subscribers, as well as by the end of 2022, over 100,000 subscribers. And the sky is the limit, my dear friends. It is going to be big. And we desire, we have the vision of being YouTube's primary, the neutral debate channel, such that if for some reason someday you see PewDiePie and Mr. Beast arguing on Twitter and they say, you know what, we should debate this on video. Where should we go? Where is a neutral channel, one that we can trust? And people will say, oh, Modern Day Debate, you have to check it out. Modern Day Debate, well, like, what are you waiting for? And they'll say, yeah, okay, well, since 100 people have told us that's where we should go, then let's check it out. Thanks, Spicy Road says, James can palm a medicine ball. It's true. And... Brooke Chavis, let's see, uh, Milky60, thanks for coming by, as well as Manic Pandas, good to see you again, longtime friend and part of the community, Hannah Anderson, thanks for being with us, I see you there, M, Master Optics, good to see you, says James goes to the beach, me, the torches are light, Gondor calls for help, I, I'm not as pale as Interspecies says, okay, this is like, what a tasteless joke on her part, so, Oh, man, you guys are funny. I'm seriously getting, I get a kick out of you guys. You guys make me laugh. But let's see. My name, last name says make two accounts and subscribe twice. You can't go wrong with that. We are excited. My dear friends, big stuff to come. Seriously, I'm really pumped about it. And so want to say thanks for your support. We're excited about the future. We hope you have a great rest of your night and we'll exci we're excited to see you next time. Two big ones next week. Believe me, they're going to be big. They're going to be epic and you don't want to miss it. Pyro Kitty Cat says, hello all. Glad you made it, Pyro Kitty Cat. We hope you're doing well. We're just wrapping up. I've got to get home and get a good night of sleep for a lot of work tomorrow. So thanks everybody. Seriously, thanks for all your support of the channel as well as thanks for your support of 
Worldwide Orphans as we did this fundraiser tonight. So thanks, everybody. Excited to see you for the next one. Excited about the future as we continue to fulfill, pursue the vision of providing a neutral platform so that everybody can make their case on a level playing field. Thanks, everybody. Those are our values. That's what we agree on, and that's what we are striving for. Across boundaries, across people groups, want to say thanks for your support, and we are excited about the future and that vision. We'll see you next time, folks. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.